You still on a mountaintop, Capo? I guess so. Yeah, I'm, 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 well, I guess technically I feel like I'm in the mountains, but um, I may be on top of it, um, not in them so much. So uh, I have a little bit better uh, signal. Ooh, that's kind of nice. weird. Yeah. It's like um, it's this town that I'm driving to right now just reminds me of South Park. It's just a little mountain town. Now, it's when I go to Pittsburgh and they have their stadium just completely built into the side of a mountain. They're, those are mountain people. Like, I can't believe I've ever argued with a Steelers fan. They're mountain folk. It's in the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Midwest mountain folk. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, does, do you guys have it? Uh, I'm... I guess I should just play. Hey, do you have a newer car or an old or an older car? Because do you guys have that new, um, the automatic shut off feature when you like pull up to a red light? Oh yeah, I love it. My wife absolutely hates it. She turns that feature off every time she gets in the car, <laughs> and she tries to do it in my car. And uh, uh-uh, I'm not having that. I love it. I will continue to use it. So if I'm if I'm out in like the you know the county to country or whatever and i'm driving and i'm at a light i'm 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 good with it but if i'm in the city when i'm like i'm trying to turn on red or i'm trying to like get to a light pretty fast because the light's going to change back and forth or if i really just don't want my car to feel like it's turned off at this particular street corner you know because we have a few of them regardless of who you are you don't want to be there's not there's many street corners you don't want to be stuck at for a period of time so in the city i'm kind of like uh keep your keep yourself on but when i'm when i'm cruising and anywhere else and it's just like oh yeah it's kind of nice because it's saving your gas so um but like, i feel there's a lot of people you know that love it and hate it like it, we're more torn on the the, the automatic shutoff in the car than we are in politics it's insane <laughs> well here's here's the trick that that <laughs> i kind of learned if i do want to have it running if i am at kind of a, a sketchy uh light you just lightly turn the wheel left or right, and that kind of signals to your car, hey, we're, we're about to start something, and the engine kicks kicks back on. So right before that light changes, if you hit that little little wheel turn, it's it's a slight little, you know, ink on the wheel, kicks the engine on. How about that? Well, I have, I have not even noticed that. Give it a shot. Let's see if it works. That's some great, uh, great, you know, life hack with beep. Well, hey, welcome to Post Post Game Show. This is at Beep Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Capo somewhere in the Baltimore Mountains. And I've got Stupak out there in Detroit City. What's up, y'all? What's going on, bro? What's up? What's up? And just, just watching this World <laughs> Series here. This is this is going to be a, I had, I think a I really, really good series. Yeah, I don't. I think uh, regardless of what's going on right now, I think the Astros somehow tie it. But if they don't tie it and go down three one, I feel like they end up tying it up three three. Like I feel like it goes seven somehow. Yeah, but enough with the Astros already. I'm sick of them. Every single exactly. one of them. Yeah, pretty much. Very, very, extremely tired of the Astros. Yeah, so. They were talking on the Levitard show a couple of days ago, or it may have been, it may have been today, uh, Wednesday, where they were talking about the first white cornerback in the last 20 years. Uh, 
And I think Dan's right. We are not celebrating that nearly enough. And I know, I know, Stu, you had some, uh, you had some things to say about that as well. Shout out to no Seahorn. Hey, no doubt. The show talked about it, and it surprised me because everybody asked who could be a corner, what white people could be a corner in the NFL, and the obvious answer was right there. It's Christian McCaffrey. He could definitely be a lockdown corner with no questions asked. But Amin didn't have his third eye open. It was a whole reason for the whole no white cornerback thing. And I'll explain it to you. When you a player of that magnitude and that skill level, they're going to make sure you get the ball in your hands and you will probably be force fed the ball all the way up through the school system because you're always the most athletic player probably on the field. So that way that player probably never gets that much time at corner. And he's always playing the skill position, a wide receiver, a running back, a quarterback. So as you go up through the levels, you always get the ball and you never get forced to switch over to a quarterback or switch over to play defense. Because if they move you off quarterback, they just move you to receiver or something. Like they did uh, Matt Jones back in the day. He used to play for the Jags. Shout out Duval. But that is the Illuminati, football Illuminati third eye shit right there. I think I had the first episode and I beat them to it. But that's it right there, yo. With some other players, I think I could play corner. I think, uh, I don't know, bro. I think Wes Welker would have been a good slot corner. He'd have been all right. I thought Dog I just named would have been a good corner. You feel me? It's a couple guys out there that could have played corner. Uh, his daddy probably could have played corner. Ed McCaffrey. No, so they out his, there. no, 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 no. His dad was slow as shit. I know he was back, back in the day though, so he could have pressed. Like no, he would have no, been no, pressed. No, 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 no. He he was slow as shit. Yeah, Ed Ed McCaffrey used to play for the Giants back in the day. Played for the Broncos. Yeah, he was so low. He he made Eli Manning look fast. No, nah, bro, he wasn't that slow, dog. He didn't cast some touchdowns. He used to get busy, bro. But yeah, that might be pushing it. That might be stretching it. Maybe not Ed McCaffrey, but it's a couple out there. But the whole thing is they get the rock, so they really don't be having to go to the defense on the NFL level. Who you can think of don't cap on offense that could uh, switch over the corner? Shit, I, I'm, I had a few running through my head, but I got one of those uh, like big-ass flashing arrows in front of me on a rolling truck when they got like a, a oversized load and they got the state trooper next to it. I hate those damn things. But I, uh, I was going to get into a conspiracy theory about it, but I, I don't, I don't, I have, it's too many questions to answer. It's too much time. Um, but, uh, so we'll stay away from the conspiracy theory. But uh, what about, uh, what was that little, the little white dudes uh, that they used to bite people and poke people in the eyes? If he would have, if he would be now Romanowski, I know he's a linebacker, but I feel like if he played in today's NFL, uh, he would be a fun cornerback to watch. Um, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. Uh, Mike Allstott, he would have been a great safety. What do you think? Little fast, little little short dude. Uh, linebacker, maybe. linebacker. Look, he'd be a better linebacker. Yeah, I guess he probably would have been a better linebacker. Uh, Joe Burrow. Oh man, he, you see him, him and running in traffic, uh, trying to you know trying to tackle the uh, the interceptor, um, and running away from Miles Garrett. I think he'd be a great cornerback because that's what cornerbacks look like when they when they're trying to chase down somebody and they got like a 
you know, a, a bigger wide receiver blocking them. Uh, they look like what Joe Burrow looked like. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, maybe not Joe Burrow. Hey, I was about uh, to say, I say Jake Locker. Jake Locker would have been straight. Yeah, I, I was. I would just figured I'd rag on the Bengals for a second. Um, I kid, oh, I kid. We missed the Sorry, other one, Tebow. But he's too slow to be a corner, though. He might have to be like a strong safety. <laughs> okay, so back on back on Ed McCaffrey, he ran a four six nine forty. You know who ran a four six eight forty? Justin Herbert. Hey, but four six is average back in the day, man. We ain't have all them four three guys. That's what made uh, Dion and Daryl Green and all them dudes so special. And like uh, linebacker, linebacker Zacoby McLean ran a four six nine forty. In the same year. No, that, that that was this year, but oh yeah, yeah. See everybody faster this year. You can't compare them to people's speed. Nah, I'm talking about back then. Like back then, he would have to check like Michael Irvin and Chris Carter. All them dudes run like a four six, bro. You think Adam Thielen be a good quarterback? He'd be good cover three, good Richard Sherman. You feel me? Good Richard Sherman type. He could do the third zone. I like that for him. I feel like Welker or Edelman would have been good, uh, maybe good press corners. They were like a little bowling ball of wide receivers. And like, I feel like Welker, did Welker have a lot of drops? Like he would have been, he would have probably would have been better as a defensive back. That's what I'm know. saying. But when you that shifty, they never put you on the defensive side of the ball. They're just going to leave you on the offense and let you shine. That's yeah. the that's the football Illuminati I was talking about, bro. We already own a conspiracy seat. Man, white people are shifty. Agreed. <laughs> Considering uh, what's been happening to Kyrie and Kanye and everybody, I'm just gonna stay out of all racial conversations. <laughs> uh that's 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 oh no comment right speaking of races it was a race this week in the lower after hours wacky league and that's gonna bring us to the hottest segment on post post game show it is beeps holy bleep team of the week ready down put 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 at quarterback to uh 459.4 points, his second time on the Beeps Holy Boot Team of the Week. Running back Derrick Henry, 259.3. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill, 218.5, his second time on the team as well. At tight end, Kyle Pitts with 96.9 points. At defensive player, Kayshawn Nixon with 64 points. Defense and special teams, the Saints with 16.1 points. Kicker, Nick Folk, 46.1 points, his second time on the squad as well. Punter, Tress Way, 55 points. Head coach, the Eagles with 13 points. And your top team of the week is Pow's Powder Puffs with 1,321.5 points. And that is your Beeps Holy Bleep team of the week. So Tyreek Hill is just carrying to a 
<laughs> to the beep, holy bleep team of the week, damn near every week, huh? Well, that's that's every both week. both their second time being on the squad. Um, and I want to say not a that, not a coincidence at all. So is he is Tua still throwing a, like the majority of his passes, you know, one to four yards down the field? I mean, I know he gets a lot of temp because a lot of those a lot of those little dump offs go for 15, 25 yards because of Waddle and, and Tyreek. But it, it, especially in the Ravens game, he was throwing a lot of balls that were just like at the line of scrimmage. And I was like, oh, we got a we got a Joe, a left handed Joe Flacco. Now, you know, Flacco won a Super Bowl that way, but with, you know, with Ray Rice and company. But uh, well, sorry now, about that. Now, I, I don't know anything. I, I, I don't know anything. I didn't talk to anybody. I, I have no idea. But. Weren't they saying on the show last week or something like that that he has the most yards per attempt? Yeah, but I think that like, I think that's because of well, no, no, uh, I'm talking about pa- passes in the air, like passes past the line of scrimmage. He has the he leads the league in most yards per attempt past the line of scrimmage. Oh well, maybe I misunderstood. I just I felt like especially in the Ravens game until the fourth quarter when uh, you know. It should be noted that Marlon Humphrey sat out a quarter and a half, um, and when the and we didn't have Marcus Peters, or that was Marcus Peters' first game back from ACL. But anyway, um, Marlon Humphrey, who's been statistically the best corner in the NFL, I don't think he's allowed a touchdown pass um, the entire year, and some of his advanced stats are really, really good. Every time I see it, I'm just. It's a, he's always on every single list for cornerbacks. And um, he, he sat out. Um, he had had a hamstring earlier in the week before the game and shut Tyreek down for three quarters with the hamstring. And then it was that final quarter where he sat out that Tyreek, you know, came back in the game from him having cramps and went off. So, um, yeah, but, you know, Tua definitely going to be on that, uh, on that beeps team, holy, holy bleeps team of the week, uh, probably uh, from here on out uh, with his two receivers. See, but this is the thing that they, they try to trick you, and that's what I be talking about, bro. Peyton Manning did it his whole career. Nobody can play. He threw majority three-yard passes, couple deep passes to uh, Harrison or whatever, but majority short passes. Nobody care. Brady, short passes. Welker, uh, the other kid, whatever, nothing but Got short passes. Yeah, nobody cares, bro. You feel me? So when Tua do it, then, oh, it's you can't throw. You can't do this. You can't do that. But when they do it, they picking apart the defense. What's well, because I'm not saying five. it's racist. I ain't saying it's racist. I'm just saying they judging it different. And it's crazy how when Peyton do it, it's a, he's a master of the offense. And somebody else doing it is, oh, they don't have an arm. So... You may, you may be onto something, but I also think it has to do with the fact that he's like five foot five. So it's heightest. It ain't racist. Zagaki. Zagaki. Yeah, we, we said that we're not talking race on this specific episode of Post Post Game Show. We're going to stick to just the facts, ma'am. And it's Peyton Manning was six foot 13 and Tua is five foot five. That's it. But his forehead was four foot nine. Yep. You nailed it. 100%. And his forehead got bigger over the years. I actually had a picture <laughs> meme of that because my brother, a big Peyton Manning fan, so I made fun of him all the time. And I used to say he ejected the steroids into his forehead because his forehead just got bigger and bigger, so much bigger over the years. I'll see if I can find a picture and share it in the group chat. But yeah, can, uh, you, 
can you imagine if Peyton Manning and Tyra Banks ever got together and had a baby? Dude, it would be, hey, it would explode a womb. It would explode a womb. Speaking of big heads, you got to shout out that Al Jazeera report from that one time. You know what I'm talking about? HGH? Yeah, forehead growth hormone. <laughs> I can't front, though. I had a crush on Tyra Banks when I was little, and she used to always be on the uh, <laughs> Victoria's Secret magazine covers and all that shit. Right? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. And she was in higher learning. So, shout out Tyra Banks with her big forehead ass. <laughs> Well, hold on. Let me take that back, bro, because people be tripping nowadays. I don't know where she's staying in life. So let me do some research. Then I might come back and shout her out. Sounds good. Great idea. All right. I've got a topic for you here. Um, Chris Cody was talking the other day about him going to Chick-fil-A and putting the mac and cheese on his old chicken sandwich there. So my question is for you guys, what is your kind of off the menu fast food hack? And I'm I'm gonna give you the gold standard uh here at the end. I can um so for one, um I'll piggyback off of the Chick-fil-A. I love to put either sriracha or barbecue sauce in my mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. Oh yeah. Um it's just absolutely delicious. Um I I you know, I I'm not like mac and cheese you know, I always eat all my food mixed together, kind of, uh, you know, mostly. So, like, mac and cheese always is all on whatever protein I'm eating at the time. But if, if we want to hack, a fast food hack, I mean, I, I'm not exactly, you know, like I, I like I said, I just mix a lot of stuff. But we'll, we'll go with my favorite, you know, being the, you know, fry and the frosty that everybody knows. But I will give you a, a, a little side of, you know, of a, we're not playing this game. But if you go to Five Guys and you order the $15 burger because you know it's expensive as hell, order it one way, but when you get it completely, like when you when you open it up, walk back up to the counter and say, I ordered this with no pickles, or I ordered this with no barbecue sauce, and try to hand them the burger back. They're not allowed to take the burger. That $15 burger that you just paid for, they cannot take the burger back from you because they cannot take food that they've just given out. So when you try to hand them the burger, they will just make you a new burger, how you want it made. So there you got two, five, two five guys burgers for the price of one. Now, some might say that's a little cheap, but it's five guys. I think we all can agree that we need a hack for five guys. Five guys always fill me up. <laughs> I think there was a there was a uh, a porn hub search after last night's game that said uh, nine beefy nine beefy men beat up Lance McCullers or pound Lance McCullers all night long. Uh, yeah, I got through that. I got through that fine, didn't I? But yeah, you get it. Yeah, I'd be mad as hell if I was Lance McCullers. <laughs> <laughs> so I I actually I did see a. Uh a YouTube thing. It was, it was kind of like, like a John boy recap and he absolutely was tipping his pitches when he was throwing his fastball. Uh, his back leg, his, his push off leg, he was actually 
compressing it more than he was when he was throwing his changeup or his slider. So he was a little bit more upright when he's throwing that breaking pitch or the off-speed pitch, and that was the absolute tip-off that the Phillies needed in uh, in Game Three to you know what? Not, not get five homers. I just it just came to me just now. This is a hot take. Make the sound. Give me the sounder. This is a hot take alert. I just fixed baseball, even though I don't care about baseball at all. All right, let's, let's, let's hold on, hold on, Stu. Let's go ahead and lay out. Let's let the music bed kick in here. Let's let the sounder kick off. pictures inside some type of little dressing box so you can't even see them. You only see the arm come out. Bam. There you go. No more tipping pitches. Give it to me again. Put them in a box. A big box. I don't know how many rings in a box. A box where you can't see. You only see the ball coming out. No way to tip the pitch. Give it to me again. No way to tip the pitch. Give it to me again. Okay, I think we fixed baseball. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. So the fast food hack, the fast food hack that is going to end all fast food hacks. It also does come from Chick-fil-A. What you do is you get your 12-count nuggets, okay? You get, instead of the large fry, you get the large mac and cheese. You go home, you put the mac and cheese into a Tupperware. You put the nuggets on top of the mac and cheese. You get two Packets of the buffalo sauce, drizzle that all over the place, put the lid on the Tupperware, and shake the hell out of it for about 30 seconds. After that, eat, enjoy. Tension. That's the hack. (laughs) Tension. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know if I got anything that can compete with that. Uh, My best hack would just go put barbecue or ranch. On any burger that I got or any chicken sandwich that I got with barbecue or ranch on it, I just add the other. And that was my simple hack. I don't know. Not as good as you beat. Sorry, buddy. That's right. I, I still love you. Thank you. That means the world to me. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Post Post Game Show. This has been at BCAN on Twitter. Joined tonight by Capo up in the mountains of Baltimore and Stupak down there in Detroit City. We will talk to you next time. Oh, so no Nash or Dash? Nash or Dash. Ooh, we'll get back to it. But Nash, <laughs> definitely Dash. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. <laughs>